Always be professional. Don't you think so? What I'm going to ask you is because this is the second time they have both of you on, but I have both of you together. Both of you in the same profession. What made you decide you wanted to be involved in music festival? And doing that, what are some of the challenges you've gone through being people of color here in Japan versus where you think it really was? What made you inspire you to want to be a musician? You should go first. I, I didn't pick it. <laughs> to be told, no, I didn't because of my father. I grew up all around, all around the music. I mean, it was in the house, and I mean, he was the different uh, disc jockeys playing his music, and him being friends with with people in the industry, and just music playing all the time in the house. And, you know, it, it was just a part of my life. My mother putting me in the choir at five and singing. I couldn't think of anything else. Nothing. It was. It was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I tried to select some other things, but I was going to school for computer programming. <laughs> because if you know how she is with technology, it's comical. Like honestly, it is not my thing. And, no, it's not. And and uh, this man named Mr. Shinmori, I was working at Fifth Air Force at Yakota. He said. You're a people person. Your personality doesn't fit with this. You're a people person. Uh, you know, they knew I was singing and pe- they were coming to shows and stuff like that. They said, why not do music? I said, because I was told I couldn't make me, I couldn't make any money doing that by some peers. They were like, that's not where the money's at. You need to go to school and get a master's degree and that's where the money is and all that stuff. But it was, it's, it's in my blood. It's in your blood. You know, I mean, I grew up listening, singing, when I could start talking, you know, so. Nikki? That's really funny that she says all that, because even though, same thing, you know, I grew up around music, you know, hearing both of them rehearsing in the house and everything like that. Um, and they both encouraged me, like, if you want to do music, you know, do it. Like, you know, major in it in college, you know, whatever you have to do. And I still was thinking the same thing that she was thinking, like, no, I have to be practical. Like, I can't make money doing music. It's like, or or I just thought that maybe, like, I wasn't good enough, you know, to actually go all the way. Right. So I yeah. also pursued other other things. Because you actually told your story when mm-hmm. you were on the last time, how you got a little jealous because your mother was giving um, music lessons to someone else. Yeah. And you said, Mom, <laughs> you know, I can sing too. And your mother mm-hmm. said, well, let me sing. And you sang, what was the song that she Reflections sang? by Christine Aguilera. And she said, that's pretty good. And then she got you a job with Sony. Mm-hmm. My goodness, that's beautiful. What are some of the challenges you go through with being here in Japan and being of color? I'm sure it would be different than if you were in the U.S. What are some of the challenges you've had and how did you overcome them? Very different. Um, I would say here they request foreigners. Yeah, it's actually more of a um, an advantage. An advantage. I'm getting a lot of opportunities here. Well, we get a lot of opportunities here. 
that we might not be able to get in the States because of the, you know, it's competitive in the States. And then two, it's who you know, but over here, they say we want foreigners. No, no, this job has to be all foreigners. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so I'm happy. What do you think, why do you think they decide they want foreigners instead of having Japanese? Well, one of the guys that hired us um, to do Motown, he said, look, I, I'm not going to be picky about your band members if you select, uh, you know, another nationality for, for some of the band members. But absolutely not for up front. I want it to look more authentic. They have to be all, he said, he just came out and said, I need all black. Okay. That's what he told me. You know, and I, and I wonder, I'm like, is it, is it that they think that we're more... I don't know. Like, like I actually don't really know what it is, okay. to be honest. I, I, I can only guess. What are some of the unique challenges, like I said, you faced being here as African-American? Uh, mine is, is speaking the language. Okay. I think that, yeah, that's for me, too. But um, a few, few other things, too. What else I did you get talk about? I mean, I think that being African-American, um, it comes with its challenges no matter where you are in the world. And we're always going to be viewed kind of, you know, a certain way, right? So, you know, you get that here too. You get the microaggressions. You get the, you know, you get the generalizations. It's definitely not as bad as in the U.S. Like, we're not dying in Japan, you know what I mean? But there's still, you know, there's still things that they get under your skin yes. as a black person. Can you name maybe one? Um... I think that, you know, there's definitely a certain connotation that people have about you when you're when you're black. It's like the, the, the interesting thing for me, and maybe you feel the same way, is that like when you're on stage, it's like, oh, you're on stage. You're this celebrity. Everybody loves you. And then when you're off stage, when you're on the train, no one wants to sit next to you. Or, um, you know, I actually on the Sheen Compton one time, I had a woman um, who was pushing the cart, like, you know, one of the um, food you know carriers or whatever. Um, she basically she didn't want to touch me. She didn't want to like hand me the menu to look at. She didn't want to put the change in my hand. She didn't want to directly hand the food to me. Like, yeah, I experienced stuff like that pretty often. Me too. I just experienced it the other night. Um, when I finished doing a job, um, we were at the KO Plaza Hotel. And then when I uh, was trying to get in a taxi, he didn't want to let me in. And I kind of bowed that. down and I looked and I was like, oh, you know, I was telling him where I wanted to go, and he didn't want me to get in. But he he finally let me get in the taxi, and then when when I was getting out, I was trying to say thank you and give him the money. He had me put it down. He sped off before I could even get to the sidewalk. He shut mm -hmm. his door. He sped. I, he wouldn't. I said, "Oh, it's Samui, man," and I was trying to have you know a little dialogue with him. He wouldn't say anything to me. I was like, ooh, okay. I said, well, thank thank God he did give me a ride home because it was cold out there. It was very That's cold. So. Hmm. But you had that experience. That, mine's been different. So. But I have I have a lot of good experiences. Oh, yeah, for well. sure. I think the good outweigh the bad. Yes, okay. for me. Right. For me. Okay, versus the U.S. That's a good way. Let's go in that direction. What would you say that you appreciate here more than you would? I mean, would you really appreciate being of color here? that you feel that you may not get in other places? Well, it's easier to get the connections as far as to get the jobs. Mm -hmm. In the States, it's hard to get in the music industry or the, it, in the 
entertainment business. It's like who you know. Even if you have the talent, it's not about that. Because like I said, there's so many people that can sing and can dance, play an instrument, everything. But it's, it's who you know. Being in the right place at the right time, and you could meet somebody that can say, okay, let me see what you got. And if they like you, you're in. If not, you know. It's interesting. What about the pay? Is the pay equal to what no. you get in the US? I wouldn't know, but I, she would know more so than I did. Is, is it more or less? Uh, it depends on who you're, um, who you're backing, mm -hmm. how big the artist is. But over here, the type of money that you make in Japan, no. So, you know, like even the night jobs okay. pay more here than they do in the States, unless you get with corporate. Yeah. So if you, if you, I, I do have some friends who are back in the States now who work for the corporate people and they get good paying jobs. But they said, if you're not working for corporate doing their parties and stuff, pay is very low. Mm -hmm. yeah. But basically you have to be like working, like working to entertain the rich people basically. Yeah. And then they have their regular jobs. They got it. So when they get off, they go to that job. But if you're, you're in there. Like that, then no, the music is, can be full time. Mm. But a lot of people I meet say, no, I have a regular nine to five job mm -hmm. and I do the um, the music on the weekends. Mm -hmm. They do it on like a Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. How often do you incorporate, how do the Japanese feel about black music? Oh, they love it. They love it. They eat it up. And they have so much knowledge. They do. One thing I noticed about Japanese people is that when they love something, they study it. They study it so like they go so far to like learn it, even like traveling to the to the place where it originates or you know whatever, just so that they can soak it up and really, really like embody it. Almost they know their artists too. They oh, know yeah. who they like. They oh, know yeah. who they are. Their music, and when you sing, they can sing along and clap. You can mm -hmm. pull them into the show and. Yeah. Don't know the lyrics and, and everything. Have yeah. you ever had a Japanese person get up and they started singing and you thought, wow, you can really sing? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, oh, I mean, there's, there's plenty of good, like, Japanese singers. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. We get we get to work with them as mm -hmm. well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. I love backing the Japanese artists that can Same. really sing. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah. They went to the States. They sung in choirs. And, and then they came back over here. They started doing their thing. And it's yep. like, whoa, this is, this is great. Mm -hmm. What genre of music, black music, do they like the most, or do they do you find that they have the most preference for? I would say, I would say like soul. Yeah, R and B and gospel. Yeah, I get yeah. a lot of jobs because I am a gospel singer. I grew up in a church singing, and that's where my you know my gospel roots um, brought me you know to to do this because they would say, oh, we need we need a group of girls that can have a gospel feel. Mm -hmm. on this and then it's like oh I don't even have to think about that so that just comes natural mm -hmm. what about, what, is there any type of music that you feel that is lacking in Japan from all the genres not just black is there anything that you found that's hard for you to find like for no. example oh no Japan is full of music everywhere do you find country western often oh no probably not um, but actually one of the artists that I sing backing vocals for currently Kind of has like a folkish kind of countryish vibe. His name is Iraida. Iraida. Yeah. But that's good. 
that's pretty rare, isn't it? It's pretty rare, definitely. And I think that's probably why he's so famous, he's very because famous he's giving successful. something that like other people aren't giving. Okay. Yeah. And he has a little twang to his music. Mm. Yeah, he does. And he has a really nice voice. He's yeah, he's an amazing singer. Yes. Oh, he's yeah. Japanese. He's yes. Japanese. Yeah. I went to the she she uh, invited me to the show and I was like wow yeah very impressed. and he plays he plays too he plays guitar, guitar? Mm -hmm. with acoustic guitar? yeah acoustic electric, electric um, ukulele everything <laughs> yeah. yeah and you're singing backup yes okay and Nikki and David and and they y'all yeah, sounded y'all sounded amazing I I, I really enjoyed it who David uh, David, David King. King he's a singer here in Japan yeah. as a matter of fact you know David. David uh, was definitely instrumental in um, the Michael Jackson VIP party. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, David. Was, yeah, you you yeah. met him because him and him and Mo were very close, and he was working directly. Uh, him and Melody, Melody Sexton, and David King, they were the ones who gave me that job mm -hmm. to to sing for the Michael Jackson VIP right. party. So, what yeah. are some of the highlights? I mean, some of the people that you really that you think, wow, I got you. Paula, you've sung with so many people and you've met so many different people. Nikki, you're starting to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. She is. Wow. Oh my goodness. She's kick it right off. The, she jumped off the plane running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was ready. She was I ready was. for it. I was. And I'm so proud of her. She, she's she been backing some people that I didn't even get to, to back. When you was uh, told me you were getting ready to sing with Sam Moore, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From Sam and Dave. Hold on, right? I'm coming. I'm like, <laughs> man. But yeah. she said that she said that when she came over here, you said, sure, come on over here. But soon she got here, you got her going right away. She sure did. I so, told her, after you graduate, she, she said, yep. <laughs> she had to graduate. I said, you got to graduate. So you have something to fall back on. Right. You know, so, and she, she said, oh, I, I want to finish college. I'm going to do that. And she did it. And as soon as she finished, she came and she, she hit the ground running. So Nikki, you have, you have an album coming out? Uh, I have an album already out. It came oh, out yeah. in 2021. Well, let's talk about that. Album. Okay. Which album is that? It's called This Is Only the Beginning. Okay. Um, and I wrote every song myself. How many songs um, are on it? There's eight songs. Eight songs. Yeah. I wrote every song. Uh, executive produced the whole thing. But I, I worked with a lot of different producers because I don't I don't like produce or play instruments myself. But right. but yeah yeah it's all it's all me for the most part though. Yeah. Like, so what kind of what kind of um, genre are you singing? Is it slow songs or they dance I would songs? say it's like I call it alternative R and B because there's a lot of kind of um, I guess inspirations that I have like from different genres that I kind of put together. Mm -hmm. um, like I have a I have a song that's I would kind of say it's country inspired. Maybe if you hear it, you might not think so. But when I was writing it, I was kind of inspired a little bit by country. Okay. Um, I have a rock song on there. Uh, I have a song that I call like my Disney kind of song. <laughs> That's the title track. It's called This Is Only the Beginning. Yeah, so there's just a lot of, I think there's something on there for everybody. Right. Have, is there anything in the works right now? That you're um, yeah, I'm just working on just, I'm, I'm kind of just um, trying to experiment and just make us make like one song per month. Just kind of, just make a make a complete song so and we, just we, kind we, of we, see we, what, we, what happens. Where are you in that process? Oh, well, it's February, so so I've made one song so far. So you just started? <laughs> I just started this year, yeah. She stays so busy, though, because yeah. she's getting to do something with Netflix? I can't talk about that yet, I don't oh, think. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think I can talk about it. She can't but there, talk but, about but, but I can't even say, can, you can't say Netflix at all. 
I don't, I actually don't really know. I don't know what I can do, but like there's, but there, I have a lot of things in the works basically. So I'm working on my own projects and then I'm also, I'm going to go on tour again with Hidaya Dai this year. You start um, in April, right? Uh, we start rehearsing in May, I believe. And oh, okay. um, because we're going to do, he has something that he does every kind of like spring slash summer. Um, it's called the beach trip. So he does this like kind of big festival. It's just all him. And you know he performs, and it's huge crowds, like thousands of people. So far, but you stay quite busy too, because you're giving lessons. And what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I started back giving lessons because um, I have a lot of uh, different students who some of them have shows, and a few of them are artists. Um, just all kinds of things, so they need me to coach them. And then I'm still doing my events, so. Um, Wait, so, you, so, you, so, so you put together events? Well, people? what happens is the, the companies that I work with closely will ask me, they will give me the theme. Like we just did um, a show on, was it Thursday? We just did a show on Thursday and the theme was like The Greatest Showman. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we had to go to Nagoya and we did The Greatest Showman. And um, um, Wow, it was amazing. It was, the people yeah, really treated really. us very well. We had to do three of the songs from The Greatest Showman. The night before that, we had to do uh, another event, um, and we had to do The Greatest Showman. So it's kind of like back-to-back -back doing, I don't know, maybe The Greatest Showman must be catching, right? catching on right now. Yeah. And it came out in, what, 18, 17? Yeah. Something, Something like that. Seven. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, those songs are difficult songs, so I was definitely yeah. proud. I was in charge of the rehearsals, organizing it, making sure everybody had their parts right, all of that. So I love producing the shows and doing the group work. I, I love that. So you're really focusing good at it. more on now. Versus, mm -hmm. You're focusing more doing the backside? Yes, yes, yes. Now? I passed the torch. You passed the torch. <laughs> but yeah. you're still in it. I'm still in it. Um, cause I, I love, I couldn't see myself just sitting back doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I, I love being behind the scenes. So as long as I'm doing something dealing with music, I'm, I'm going to be happy. I don't need the spotlight. I'll get in the spotlight. I mean, I had to get the spotlight when we were singing, you know, we did some songs uh, the other night we did. Uh, the third, the, the event that she was talking about. Yeah. Before, yeah. yeah. And I did lead. She did lead, you know, we, we all did our thing and had the spotlight and, they treated us so well. They mm. want to take pictures with us, yeah. and you know, they. I just it felt amazing. Yeah, you know? and I think we get a lot of opportunities to feel that here, and um, that's the beauty of being here as a foreigner. It's just like you get the celebrity treatment a lot. Right. Yeah. When you're in the states, do you do you feel an automatic difference? You know, you sing. Mm -hmm. When you're in the states, what's your feeling when you're in the states? No, it's too many singers. I mean, they. Great, great, great singers. I mean, wow, they're just everywhere. So no, I get to, I just sit back and absorb. Yeah. I've never, I've never tried singing in the states, but that's something that I, I really want to do. Um, so I'm curious to see what it is like. But I don't, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's not going to be the same, at least not right off the back, anyway. Yeah. Depends on who you connect with. Like, I mean, you if you music? got the opportunity to sing back up with uh, Stevie Wonder, ooh. that would be amazing. Ooh, oh, that would be that make my life. That, that that's my a life. totally different level right there. Yeah. No, just on um one of the um songs he did for a commercial called uh Kirin to Feel the Fire. That was back in the eighties. Uh through uh 
what's his name? Is it Mr. Children? So I, I would have to look at the profile. I didn't know that. But I'm coffee, yeah. So I was doing the singing chorus on that. With That's some other amazing. People. Yeah, I got that. I have that on my it's on my profile. She's so humble. Your mother, like, mother will not take shit. It's annoying. Yeah, but Stevie, <laughs> but Stevie wasn't there. Okay, but it's still, you You still was on the same there. song with Stevie there. Wonder. Like, yeah, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, to feel the fire. <laughs> to feel the fire. To feel the fire. It was a long time ago, but yeah, I really, I was happy about that. Yeah. We're happy that we just heard about that. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm sing with Stevie Wonder. Like. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like I got to sing with him, but I did get to meet it's, him. Because his keyboard, one of his uh, keyboard players, was my keyboard player when we did the opening for the Ariake uh, Mall. And so uh, I had 11 tickets. I was able to invite my friends. And uh, I got to see him at the Budokan, go to the sound check, everything. It was amazing. And then he came to the bass, too, so I got to see him two times. And then when he came back, I got a chance to meet him again. So around three times, you know. Do you find that being in Japan that you you meet more famous people oh, than yeah. you were? If you were absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially people of color, mm -hmm. but even people that aren't of color. For example, you get to meet other singers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Easy, easier here than there. I mean, you so can stage and everything else. I got to meet Lee Oscar from War. I know that's kind of like a long okay. time ago, but you know that was amazing to to be able to meet Lee Oscar. I, I love War. Like, the war. No, no, no. That's Edwin Stark. Oh, okay. I don't know the what you're talking about. war. They put out Cisco Kid. Oh, okay. Cisco Kid was a friend of mine, and they put out uh, Why Can't We Be uh, was Why, that, Why Can't We Be Friends? Is that yeah. war? No, that one. The one, uh, Why Can't We oh, okay. that's Be what Friends? I was thinking. Why Can't We Be Friends? Okay. I, think that's, I think that's war. Okay, so that's originally by them. So yes. the group that yeah. I'm thinking of that did it, that's a cover. Okay, got it. Yeah, I, 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 I love war. I remember going to see them when I was you know, a kid. So. Okay, that's cool. Is there any city that you like more than another city in Japan? For example, Nagoya, Osaka. Osaka, I they're, Osaka. They're, ooh, they are really hyped that's and ready for me. They they really show love, a lot of energy. Osaka. Mm -hmm. So Osaka's a place for you. Oh, they you. they know how to party mm -hmm. and they know how to give you the energy to make you feel amazing. You know, you're yeah. just like, oh That's wow. True. One thing I noticed is that like it's well, uh, Osaka aside, because Osaka is one of the ginkiest cities, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. But um I've noticed that like when you go kind of to the countryside, they're really ganky because yes. they're like, nobody comes here, like, yay, somebody's yeah. here, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I love I love that. Mm -hmm. That is true. Okay, being women here, do you do you ever feel threatened or have any concerns about that? And I saw Nikki just have a reaction to that. Um, I say it's it's two things. So on one end, I love the fact that I can just like walk alone by myself at night, and for the most part, nobody's going to mess with me. But at the same time, I have dealt with like some harassment, like sexual harassment before, and nothing happened like no, there were no repercussions for the person who committed Japanese person uh-huh yep. while you were doing the show or something um well that too actually <laughs> yes but you mean about, um, like, groping with just Japanese yeah groping stuff? yeah I've had it happen to me on several occasions and nothing was done about it but nothing was it okay but and nothing's when you reported it nothing took place exactly 
I hit them. I just yeah. So so that too. Like I so I've actually been in that situation where I hit someone. But but I found out that if you even if it's considered you know self defense, you can still get in trouble for that. There is no like self defense law in Japan. So like they they don't see it that way. So if you hit somebody because they you know touch you inappropriately. You can go to jail. Well, I didn't do it in a bad way. I I, I knew how to handle. I, I, I did. I did it professionally. <laughs> I said, "Dummy!" No, you know. And then he was like, "Oh, oh you know." I, I punched so, the man in the face. So I, 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 I didn't have to go that <laughs> far. Did you, did you go to jail? No, I didn't go to. I, I just ran. I ran away. So they didn't catch me. Oh, please! Don't. I hope that doesn't incriminate me. <laughs> you don't have to take it out. I'm just like, is it? I don't know if they can. They can. I didn't think so, right? Okay, okay. But yeah, I had to. Like, it was just he literally. Like, I was walking through Shibuya, and he just like grabbed my breast. So I like punched him, and I I punched him so hard I hurt my hand, and then I just started running. You were by yourself. I was by myself. Yeah. I never had that kind of encounter, but mm-hmm. definitely while I was performing. I've had quite a few. I've even been followed home before. And then what did you do in that case? Um, it, you know, it's really weird. And I, and I, this is another kind of like reason why I like Japan, I guess, because like I was walking home and then when I got somewhat close, I kind of felt like, okay, something's, what's going on? So I turn around and the guy is just standing there kind of looking embarrassed, like, and I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, uh, you, me, sex. And I was like, no, darn it. <laughs> and he said, okay. And then he just walked away. That so could it's, have been bad. It could have been bad, right? But it's, oh, it, it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, he literally was just like, oh, okay. And just walked away. And I feel like in the States, it would have been completely... He wouldn't have asked, first of all. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so yeah. another... That's kind of a bit of an advantage of being here is that, like, people are polite about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't it? It's very interesting. Tell me something that I wouldn't even think to ask. (laughs) That you deal deal with here, good or bad? Just getting harassed by me when I'm performing or... Because like you said, you already know this is a male-dominant place. I mean, even the lady that accompanied us that was our um, manager... Thursday, she was in charge, but the guy kept going to one of the other singers that was a male who was fluent in mm. Japanese because he's like, I prefer to talk to the man. That is a thing, for sure. Oh, being overlooked. Being overlooked because you're a woman, for sure. Regardless of what your ability is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And she's Japanese. <laughs> so, you, so you don't feel offended because you don't think it's because of your color or anything. You think it's because you're female. I do. And well, somewhat too. Sometimes yeah. they look at it because there, there are people who, when I'm on the train, this little boy kept looking at me and he was kind of eyeing me. And then he look at look at the guy in the man set, and I looked at him and I was like, "Wow, is he teaching him?" Wow. He did that, and and the little boy kept looking at me, and I would smile at him, and he was like, and then he looked at the man, the man was like, "Yeah." Don't really, you know. I've been in a situation like that too, where it was a woman actually. Well, the the woman wasn't teaching the, the child, but like the child was on the escalator in front of me, and she was kind of like peeking back at me, just kind of like like she was as if she was scared. And I kind of was like, okay, this child keeps staring at me, so I wave because that's usually what I do. That's like what when, I do too. When I get uncomfortable and people keep staring, I just kind of try to break the ice, like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm friendly. Yeah. And the little girl like buried her face in her mom's side. 
and just got really scared and I was like wow that happens a lot just like people being scared of you because you must yeah. have a bad reputation we worldwide come on yeah. you know you know that yeah. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed this time this has been a real pleasure I want to thank both of you for taking the time to do this this is the first time I've done a podcast where I did not appear so, <laughs> Yo, why is that? Yeah, why? Because because uh, you two are so beautiful. I don't want to damage. Oh, that's really sweet. So Thank beautiful. you. I really so I'm gonna have fun doing this. Thank you again, and I'll make sure that you get a copy of this once it's done. Okay. So well, uh, also I just like to say if there's any companies, record companies, or whoever's out there that that need a vocal coach or they need somebody to produce a show. Gospel singers, pop, R&B, jazz, country. Hey, get in touch with me. All of Jay. Um, same, um, but you know, backing vocalists, songwriters, uh, <laughs> even studio acting, recording. studio recording. I'm trying to do it all. I'm trying to be an entertainer. So <laughs> I've done a couple of movies too. Yeah. <laughs>